radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Prime Time. He gets his fantasy football advice from 12-year-olds on TikTok. Micah. I put up so many points. And producer Tony. This is the only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? a shitty podcast like 10 minutes into it i would not listen to this hey fellas i love the podcast music created by brian swanson welcome everyone to the week five recap show fantasy football scoop and boop i am your host tony and joined by always bishop and micah uh, just want to start off the show by apologizing for the lack of podcast last week. Uh, I had some some stuff going on family wise, so I uh, I was unable to record. And uh, I guess Bishop, if I can't go, we can't go because I do all the all the actual work for this podcast in terms of recording and producing and hosting. And uh, you guys don't really do anything. Uh, that is true. However, Micah and I have a podcast we haven't told anyone about yet. Uh, eventually, we'll we'll drop the link for that, but uh, maybe we won't. We'll see. Ooh, like a secret podcast? Do you, do you have to like have a secret handshake to like listen to it or something? Yeah, there are clues in our league's message board in the past twenty years that will lead you to the URL that you need to download it. Okay, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Man, I'll have to hit up the archives. I'm pretty sure that the message board posts aren't archived, though, unfortunately. Ooh, good luck. All right, well, how you guys been? lose, pal. It's been two weeks since we talked. Uh, You guys been watching much football? Start with you, Bishop. Uh, Man, I don't even remember, man. Just like these weeks go by so fast. I can't believe we're, you know, heading on to week six now. Uh, we just finished week five. Uh, I'm pretty sure I did, but I'm pretty sure I don't remember much of what happened, so it's all blur. How about you, Micah? Yeah, I definitely watched uh, the Lions kick some ass, but the uh, rest of the games, there was uh, there was a, an emergency at Thunder Dan, so my normal routine was all out of whack. I missed the first 10 minutes or so of the Lions games, and uh, because it wasn't nationally televised, I had to co-opt and find a, a stream that fell off of a truck now when you say emergency I, I i'm curious as to what that could possibly be so when i say emergency uh, i mean that i line up at my normal time and some gal comes out and says oh are you waiting to come in here and i say 
yes. And she goes, oh, we don't open until 11 today. And oh. I said, excuse me? She goes, we don't open until 11 today. And we're in the Pacific time zone still. Right. And games start at 10. And I was like, well, that is really shitty. So then I'm like in a mad scramble because I don't. There's too many new places downtown. I, I don't know like who's open. Fan duels are going to be filled. So I just basically like power walked home, like strained my goddamn calf because it's like hot. And I'm like, oh, baby, no, this game's about to start. <laughs> and uh, and I, I don't know what's going on because I'm like, man, I've been going to Thunder Dance for like a, a decade now. And it's like, are you guys going to be there, you know, two weeks from now? Is this like a, a regular thing? Like, I'm going to find a new place. Yeah. I can't risk that shit. It's too important. So, like, when you said there was an emergency, I thought, like, maybe you were in danger of shitting your pants or something like that. I don't know, Bishop. Did like you a sound know? guy thing. Did, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I, I don't know. The emergency gonna... is yeah. just uh, we're not open <laughs> for football <laughs> on Sunday. And I'm like, uh, I was like, oh, I, I don't know, man. They, they tried this shit actually last year. And... Uh, they determined that uh, I guess they don't make enough money because like people don't really start coming in till like around sure. halftime yeah. of the first games. And but the the owner who I met or the manager, he's like, I'm gonna let you come in. <laughs> so he made arrangements to where I could come in. So for two weeks, I was the only person in there from ten to eleven. Wow. But then but then they kept turning people away. They're like, well, that was stupid. So we like we, we they they went back to normal schedule and then uh, this dude wasn't there this week so i couldn't pull that card i was like well i i gotta go i gotta find this goddamn game wow what a story i mean because like i i i'm good for several emergencies throughout the year bishop in that regard where uh you know you you, you fly a little too close to the sun you know what i'm saying right? yeah near miss yeah, near is what miss. i call him yeah. i like how micah's story was like it got escalated it was escalatingly getting more intriguing to the point where he was walking around Arizona in the hot sun, like in the desert. Power like the Egyptians. It was great stuff. I loved it. It was great, Micah. Yeah, I got a goddamn calf strain trying to get home <laughs> to watch the Lions game. I'm not properly hydrated on a Sunday morning. <laughs> All right, well, rub some uh, bio-freeze on that calf, and let's get into the matchup here from week five. Uh and we have inter-divisional play. So we start off, as always, in the Balls Mahoney. And we have Turtles, Iowa Gangbang Thugs versus Bobby Big Balls and his Cox Sockers. So Turtle got great news this week with Cooper Cup coming back. And Cooper Cup was excellent. Eight catches for 118 yards. Uh, but he had a, uh, another injury. He, he gets a, a stud wide receiver back and then he loses one with Justin Jefferson, uh, pulling a hammy. It's, it's, it's almost like the same injury that Cooper cup had Bishop. I, I don't know what's up with that. Yeah. Not only, not only that, and he lost, uh, the sun God. So he, he got one back and yeah. lost two basically. Uh, yeah, it's not good to be a turtle, man. Although if he had eight Cooper cups on his roster, he might have stood a chance this week. That's true. Uh, yeah, Bobby Big Balls takes the win, 92-52. to 52. 
Bob finally gets some luck on the defensive side where, where his, uh, his defense, the New Orleans Saints this week, put up 24 in an absolute ass-whooping from uh, the Saints over the uh, New England Patriots. 34 to nothing, Bishop. Yeah, that is remarkable. Uh, that game wasn't really on red zone that frequently, except when the Saints were scoring. And then I completely forgot New England was playing. Like, you know, like you, they would just show highlights of the Saints touchdowns. And in the back of your head, you're like, oh, I haven't seen any Patriots touchdowns. And it's because they haven't scored any. That's why. They're yeah. terrible. Um, a big, huge game for Bob. Uh, Thursday night football. Justin Fields, 32 points, Bishop, four touchdowns. Uh, wow, what a, what a performance. Were you able to watch that Thursday night explosion from Justin Fields and the Bears? Uh, I came in in the second quarter, and I fell asleep at halftime. So does that answer your question? <laughs> uh, it does, and it does not surprise me either. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, Turtle just struggled all around. Lamar Jackson only two points. He has been very bad this year. Um, I heard a lot of like shit talk about the the Baltimore Ravens offense this this off season. Like they they hired some offensive coordinator from like college, and like oh it's going to be high flying, you know, high octane, and it's just typical AFC North garbage. Uh, they put up ten points. Um, and only two fantasy points for for Lamar. Uh, Turtle started Matt Breida, LOL, with two points. Um, I guess, is he like the backup now that Saquon Barkley is is hurt? Micah, did you know who this guy is? Yeah, he was the backup, and to his credit, he did have eight points the week before. But, uh, yeah, I think he just got got stuck with dealing with some injuries and had... uh, had to resort to uh, breaking the glass and throwing a Hail Mary at Matt Breda. And unfortunately for Turtle, it did not work. Yep. Uh, Bobby Big Balls actually got Jonathan Taylor back this week. He uh, surprised everybody and signed a contract. Uh, like I think makes him the richest running back in the league. Uh, but it's going to take him a while to get into football shape. He only has two points uh, fantasy-wise. But uh, I'm I'm surprised at like how much talk there was during the preseason, and like the stupid owner like talking shit about running not paying running backs, and like there was the trade talks, and then there was the injury, and then all of a sudden he's in the in the lineup on Sunday, which kind of surprised me, Bishop. Yeah, did the signing happen before the Anthony Richardson injury news? Or was that after? I don't remember. No, it happened before because Richardson got hurt this week. So it definitely Oh, it was before. this week he got hurt? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah in the that's, game. Yeah, I just don't remember between last week and this week. Uh, yeah, that, that makes it even more interesting because I, in the back of my head, I, I was under the impression Richardson got hurt because I, I, I'm pretty sure Richardson got hurt two weeks ago as well, but he came back in or something, <laughs> right? Yeah, he, he missed I remember season. seeing yeah. the the... The superior backup quarterback uh, Gardner Menchu in two weeks ago. Yeah, well, get used to seeing him because he's going to be playing quite a bit. Now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why they're like, we got to sign this running back because we got a no quarterback. But then he finds out they have the best quarterback, and now they're set. Yeah, you heard it here first. Here. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Bobby takes the victory, ninety-two fifty-two. Let's move on here. 
And we move on to K-Wall and his robot unicorn attack versus Matt's team spam. And K-Wall keeps rolling here, uh, 118 to 63. And he had DJ Moore in his lineup, and he was the benefactor of a crazy game. Uh, eight catches, 230 yards, three touchdowns. Holy shit, a Bears wide receiver in prime time pulling off those kind of numbers. It's it's kind of crazy, Bishop. That's like Masim Muhammad in one season. I think uh I think DJ was like 15 yards short of the the Bears uh overall record in yardage in a game. You know who do you take a guess on really? who, who the the owner of that record is? Is it Brandon Marshall? No, it is not. David Terrell. Nope, it is not David Terrell. Marty Booker. It is not Gorilla Hands himself, Marty Booker. It is not Marty Booker. Oh, my Booker. gosh. Is it Ditka, the coach? <laughs> no, it is not the coach. Are <laughs> right, you guys give up? I can't. I give up. Yeah. Curtis Conway? <laughs> Alshon Jeffrey with the record. Ooh. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, I seem to recall that guy. I have, I have a vague memories. <laughs> But anyway, did uh, he or did he not become an eagle? He he did become an eagle. Yes, he did after the Bears run. Um, DJ Moore could have had four touchdowns because because uh, he he had a busted play on the sideline. They said he stepped out of bounds, but I don't think he did, and uh, he got robbed for his fourth touchdown, which would have been amazing. Uh, K Wall, another. Uh, I guess Joe Burrow finally awoke from his slumber. Uh, three touchdowns, 23 points. Uh, Travis Kelsey, 18 points with a touchdown. Ends up like, was it his ankle? I think it was his ankle, where it was like a non-contact slip uh, on his ankle. And uh, he, he comes out of the game, but he, he came back in the second half. So it looks like he's going to be okay. But yeah, K-Walk just keeps running here. And he had 28 points from Zach Moss on his bench. So he scored a hundred. Yeah, I was just doing the, the the math. I was just doing the math. He didn't even need DJ Moore. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, he would have won by a lot without DJ Moore. <laughs> Let's see. Does does he win without DJ Moore and Joe Burrow? Uh, I'm not smart enough to do that math. Probably not. Um, but anyway, K. Wall keeps rolling here. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about Matt's team for a minute. Um, I think the Ramondre Stevenson thing is uh, is is over. Uh, he's not catching the passes anymore, which is that was his thing. He was like a mini receiver, and uh, New England is barely an NFL team. Um, so uh, I, that's that's a tough start every week. Uh, he did start this Jaleel McLaughlin guy from Denver. It looks like against your Jets, Bishop. And he had a pretty good game, 14 points out of nowhere. I don't know who anyone on Matt's roster is. You mean you mean Jahan Dotson and Jaleel McLaughlin don't uh, don't ring a bell for you? Yeah, none of these people. None of them. That's amazing. <laughs> what about Trevor Hubbard? His team has like a like a made up name. They're not even like real names. Yeah, they, it sounds like Madden uh, generated player names. <laughs> Does. Yeah, so uh, Matt takes the loss here. 
Um, yeah, K-Wall's team looks real good. Uh, he seems to have these spike week, spike games every week. And Josh Jacobs actually got into the fun this week with 15 points and a touchdown. So uh, K-Wall keeps rolling here. Let's go to the next matchup. And we have Bishop's Nitro versus Santino's Lucky Wolf. Yes, yes, yes. All right, Bishop. This is your time to, to give us the recap here. This is your game. Talk, tell us about what happened here and uh, how you feel about it. Um, yeah, I was very disappointed. Uh, Jamar Chase caught all three of Joe Burrow's touchdowns. Uh, I completely even missed the third one. I was driving back home while that happened. Uh, I thought like I was kind of keeping it close for a little bit, but apparently I did not. So uh, Santino is the greatest fantasy football owner Ever. He has uh, the Brock Purdy get a quarterback who's apparently the new Tom Brady. So, uh, congrats, Santino. You're a genius. Yeah. Uh, so, we, we mentioned the 39 points from, from DJ Moore. Jamar Chase, 42 points, 15 catches, 192 yards, and three touchdowns. Wow. Uh, he got 19 targets. I don't think uh, I don't think my entire team got 19 targets last week, let alone one guy in Jamar Chase. Um, so you finally broke the glass and started a jet, and it was a good start because Brees Hall erupted for 22 points, and I think it was a long touchdown. I want to say. Uh, so so did all it take was the playing the Denver Broncos for you to 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 get a jet in your lineup. Uh, yes, it was Denver combined with a bunch of bye weeks, apparently. I drafted many people with week five bye weeks for some reason. But uh, yeah, I was definitely eyeballing the Denver game to start Brees Hall, and it paid out. Nice. And uh, uh, I guess Tyreek Hill, a pretty good, uh, I mean, that's a great week for anybody, but for Tyreek Hill, 23 points, that's easy. Uh, eight catches, 181 yards, and a touchdown. But um, Santino, shocking the world here with 114 over 90 points for you, Bishop. And uh, your running backs really let you down. Uh, James Conner ended up getting hurt in that game. But uh, Tony Pollard is just just having a bad year, I think. I think it was just against San Francisco. I think uh, I don't know who he plays next week, but I think he's going to bounce back definitely next week. Okay. I'm not worried. Not worried yet? Nah. All right, uh, hold on one second. I'm doing something very important. All right, done. Okay, uh, so yeah, uh, you take it on the chin here. You go to 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. Santino goes to 2-3. and three. Uh, Don't look now because Santino is surging. That's two in a row. So uh, I think he's putting the league on notice here, Micah. Well, you're only on notice if you weren't paying attention. <laughs> That's true. That is absolutely true. Let's go to the next matchup, and we have my artificially intelligent versus Micah Serbia. I'm kind of sad that we didn't get to, to preview this game last week, Micah, um, but I did end up taking the victory here, 89 to 79. Um, started off really great for me because Travis Etienne on uh, Sunday morning in London with two touchdowns very late in that game. 29 points were you were you awake for that game because i know it's 
it's even earlier where you live. Yeah, I was actually I was actually watching that game. I just woke up and I was like, ah, what the hell, I'll watch this game while it's on. Yeah, you had some action there with Calvin Ridley. He ended up having a, a bounce back week with 11 points, uh, but no touchdown. And then uh, we get into th- we get into Sunday, and uh, let's see here. Uh, your brother in Christ, two touchdowns for Kirk Cousins. Uh, your guy, Sam Laporta, that's a hell of a start there. 17 points, three catches, and two touchdowns. Uh, how did you feel about that one? Were, were, you, were you proud of your boy there? Oh, for sure, man. That one was uh, that one was coming up. I figured that guy was flying under the radar. Picked him up because I knew no one else was going to pay attention. I knew he'd have some starting potential, and I feel like he's going to be starting for quite some time in my my threadbare lineup right now. I have the BDI T-shirt of uh, of fantasy squads right now. Yeah, there's a lot of holes in that lineup, just like BDI's shirt. Um, Cam Akers, still not like in, as much as involved in the offense as I think he's going to be. Only three points. Uh, and Devonta Smith, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, only one catch for six yards. He's like the deep threat, Bishop. So, like, A.J. Brown's, like, getting all the love from, uh, from my guy Jalen Hurts. Um, I don't know what's going on with Devonta Smith. Yeah, neither do I, and, and it doesn't look very good next week because he's facing my Jets, so Ooh. I definitely get him out of your lineup, Micah. Well, my working theory, which I began last year, is that uh, Jalen Hurts is is, is racist. Mm. Racist, huh? Okay. That's one thing I could think of. He's he's a he's a racist uh, racist quarterback. Okay, I'll have to. There's a lot of those in the NFL. Have to do a little research on that, but okay. Uh, uh, I had a pretty bad game from uh, Brian Robinson Jr. on Thursday night. Only five points. Uh, this guy, like, every time I don't play him, he he scores a touchdown. And I think I've played him twice this year, and he has not scored a touchdown either time. So that's always fun. It's like playing whack-a-mole uh, with fantasy players. Um, other than that, uh, the tush push helped me out big time here. Uh, you got that uh, Jalen Hurts got that brotherly shove or tush push or whatever you want to call it uh that that unblockable rugby play uh got me a touchdown this week and i definitely needed it um so yeah puka nukuku is still still a thing even with uh cooper cup coming back 16 points and a touchdown uh that was definitely huge in this matchup because it was very close so all right let's go on to the next Matchup, we have Giuseppe's Ted Lasso way versus Worm Fredericks and Team Taylor. And Worm gets, I would say, very fortunate here, uh, Bishop, 73 to 65. And uh, this game was tied going into Monday Night Football. And Giuseppe had Aaron Jones left and Worm had Jimmy Garoppolo. And you're thinking, okay, that could go either way, right? Jimmy Jimmy G is known to not have good games. He he could he could lay a stinker. Aaron Jones has been nursing a hamstring injury for the past couple weeks, and it came out when the inactives came out that uh, Aaron Jones was not going to play. That effectively ended Giuseppe's chances. And uh, hmm. unfortunately for him, 
Like he had nobody on a bye week on his team, and he didn't have any other uh, Raiders or Packers because he could have technically cut somebody and picked up uh, AJ Dillon, but I don't think he did shit either. So just uh, up just gets fucked here. Very unlucky for him. Have you ever had that Bishop where you're you're going in, you need a big Monday night player, and he, he just doesn't play? I I don't think I can recall. But I'm pretty sure I would have had somebody on my bench who also played in that game, so I, I could swap out. Right. I, I don't. I don't remember actually ever making the swap, though. I don't think it's ever gotten that close for me. Yeah, it's it's definitely a an unusual situation. Um, and Giuseppe ends up taking the loss here. Uh, David Montgomery, uh, one rushing touchdown, 100 yards there. Uh, he actually got. Bench? No, I wouldn't say bench, but like they they let the uh, what's the other running back's name in in Detroit there, Micah? Well, they did have uh, the gentleman from the Jets there for a bit, but he got injured, and now they have uh, uh, Craig Reynolds. Yeah, that was the guy. He he he. I think he scored a late touchdown in that one. That could have been. Yeah, yeah. Place. He did uh, actually. I mean, he looked like he had like a very small sample size, but I mean, he did phenomenal for. For what he did, but technically he had probably like a career type of a game for him. So yeah, uh, Montgomery have a 16 point game. Devin A chain 17 points. He had another like 80 yard run, uh, which is just insane. This guy is is electric. Whenever he touches the ball, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not for a few weeks at least. Wah wah wah. <laughs> uh, Hundred bucks well spent. Giuseppe didn't really have any uh, any huge games. Uh, Patrick Mahomes two touchdowns, but uh, his his position players. B. John Robinson gets a touchdown, but he doesn't even score ten points. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, those are like old school DeAndre Hopkins numbers. Eight catches for one hundred forty, um, but uh, yeah, just just not. He needed he needed a twenty point game, and he might have gotten it if Aaron Jones played, but he he did not. So. Uh, let's... Dude, Gi- Giuseppe is one and four. Yeah, yeah, one and four. It's that. Uh, it's that lady in Torino. Yeah, <laughs> she rubbed off in all the wrong ways. The stench will be <laughs> Juventus fan lingers on Giuseppe. <laughs> That's my favorite story from this podcast. He's haunted by the by the smell of gabagool. What's that thing that the uh, the woman from the Golden Girls uh, put a curse on people? Malacchio? Yes. That's it. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, you might have to go see several priests. You might have to make a trip to Rome. That's, pr- that's probably like a, like 20 minutes away from him, right? Italy's very small, <laughs> according to my documentation. Uh, so, yeah, go down to Rome, uh, Giuseppe, get an exorcist. Uh, hopefully it'll get the Malacchio off of you or whatever it's called. I guess some holy water and a squirt gun. You'll be all right. Absolutely. He's going to turn that lady into olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go to the last matchup. And we have uh, McLean's Cologne Rocks versus BDI's Nick Space Her. And BDI takes the loss. Again, uh, late on Monday Night Football. Uh, McLean pulls it out 68 to 61. Uh, BDI, 
gets negative two from Jordan Love and uh, ends up losing by seven points here. Um, let's see. Anything of note here? I actually had no idea that Zach lost this game. I, I didn't watch a minute of Monday Night Football. Uh, and I just chalked it up to Zach winning because he had uh, the Packers quarterback going against uh, Jacoby Myers, who I'd never heard of. Wow, this is very surprising. I did not know this. Congrats, uh, McLean. Yeah, uh, Jacoby Myers has 16 points and a touchdown, uh, and McLean really needed because he did not have a position player hit double digits besides Jacoby Myers. And uh, BDI's quarterback just let him down. Negative two points, uh, three interceptions, Bishop. Jeez. I feel like it's been so long. It's been literally decades since the Packers have had bad quarterback play, and uh, I'm just enjoying every minute of it. It like, oh man, now I'm like mad I didn't watch the game. Uh, it's funny too because I, I, I recall a Green Bay uh, Raiders Monday Night Football game. Uh, many years ago with Brett Favre after oh, his dad died. And yeah, fa- yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. I remember because I was out uh, Christmas shopping because I'm like, uh, a, uh, I, I, pretend, uh, I, I, I wait to the last minute to do my Christmas shopping. Sure. And uh, yeah, I remember hearing it on the radio and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is terrible. And now the Raiders were like, we remember. I do oh, remember that stuff. game. Wish- it was like... Uh, Brett Favre, like, his dad died that morning or something like that. It was Monday Night Football. Yeah, it was something. And, like, everybody's like, oh, is he going to play? Is he going to play? And then and he, he comes out and he plays, and he's, like, just throwing the ball left and right. Like, balls that would normally be interceptions. And the ghost of Irv Favre directs the ball into a, a Packers wide receiver instead of, a like, Charles Woodson, who probably was trying to pick him off at that point in his career. And uh, I just remember like ESPN just tripping over themselves to slob all over exactly Brett yep. Favre that night. Oh my God, what a joke! And now I'm so mad at myself that I missed it because I got to see the the redemption. Yeah, and I missed it. Well, I mean, if you want to watch Jordan Love suck, I I think you just wait till next week because uh, he's not very good. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, let's talk about some money. <laughs> And at quarterback, we have Justin Fields for Bobby Big Balls. Straight cash, homie. Uh, at running back, we have me with Travis Etienne. Straight cash, homie. And at wide receiver, we have Jamar Chase for Santino. Straight cash, homie. Uh, that was a hell of a performance by Jamar Chase. Uh, so much so. Start of the He's going to be the start of the week. Uh, it, it was close. I was thinking this one or maybe Sam Laporta for Micah, but uh, you can't argue with 42 points and 15 catches. I mean, that's insane. That's insane numbers. Um, prior to this... Say DJ Moore up there too. Yeah, DJ Moore is, a, is definitely a, uh, a honorable mention, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jamar Chase just, I mean insane fantasy game so we're gonna give this one to santino and we're gonna talk about bdi's team again uh 
Jordan Love, negative two points in a game that was very winnable for him. Uh, I would I would say that's a dud, Bishop. Wouldn't you agree? Definitely. One lucky And we talked a little bit about this during the matchup, but uh, Worm ends up being the lucky bastard of the week. Uh, he was very beatable this week with a, a, a pretty good game from Aaron Jones. Would have would have sealed the deal for him. Instead, he does not play. He is inactive. So Worm gets a eight point victory here. The worst fantasy football owner of the week. And we got fifty two points. Uh, I would say the uh, the 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 bastard child of the balls, Mahoney Bishop. Would you agree? Uh, turtle 52 points mm-hmm. pitiful terrible that's a that's a ditka score right there if i've ever seen one <laughs> all right well that's gonna do it for this one uh this has been the week five recap show fantasy football scoop and scoop Poop. all right show's over i'm tired Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com.